Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Press Start podcast. Uh, my name's Shane. I'm with, here with my co-host Ash, as always. And we're back on to the weekly news roundup uh, in this episode. Uh, it's not been the best week for news. It, it's been quite quiet and there's not much um, to get the juices flowing. But we're going to deliver it anyway. Uh, and we will tell you about a few bits that uh, are exciting coming up in the next week. Uh, but before we delve into all that, Ash, how are you? How are you since our last episode, all about Grand Theft Auto? Um, all good, really. Uh, it's only what's it been? It's only been forty-eight hours since our last session, so it's uh, a brief catch-up, I think. But yeah, it's um, we're getting ever closer to that Christmas period, aren't we? So yeah, and we've got some good ones now. coming up, haven't we? We've got some good topics have, coming yeah. up. We've got the end of year sort of wrapping the year up. Um on the games that we've liked and that's so we'd both need to get us thinking caps on of what we've enjoyed this year, haven't we? But yeah. But over the last week, obviously we didn't kind of do the big catch up um on the last episode because we were far too excited for Grand Theft Auto. So over the past week, uh what have you been what have you been up to, what have you been playing? Um it's to be honest, despite the fact I've been on quite a bit, I've not done as much gaming as I probably would have wanted to. I've done a bit of Call of Duty and obviously a bit of City Skylines as is the norm at the minute but yeah i'm finding myself a little bit because obviously I, I enjoy my photography and that as well and i'm finding myself doing a lot more of listening to that sort of thing at the minute you know watching videos and everything yeah, like that. yeah um so yeah i'm finding myself a little bit more sort of stuck in with that at the minute which uh it's not a bad thing it's a productive week no it's productive. it's breaking it up a little bit yeah but yeah, uh, what yeah. about you so for me, I've been on an incredible game. Um, so I don't know it, whether people are aware, but a game called Steam World Build came out last week to Game Pass, uh, and it's brilliant. Such a good game. It's a city-building game, uh, which obviously we all, everybody should know by now, me and you were a big fan of. Um, yes. And it is, it's very much um, Anno. Uh, in terms of, you know, you've got to make citizens happy to upgrade, like, from workers to engineers and engineers to the Aristobots is what they're called on there. It's all kind of very Steam World punk-type-esque, um, and it's robots. It's not a bad little story that goes with it as well, but it's kind of got, um, what were the game called? The World Domination. I remember it was called World Domination. Um, do you remember... Uh, when you were a criminal guy and you built like a big hideout, we all kind of had a bit. Oh of time on it. yeah, um... World Domination Two wanted, but I can't think what the actual yeah. first uh, game was. Would you know what the first bit of that title was? Anyway, it's kind of a mix between that and Anno, um, and it's honestly such a good game. I've been so addicted to it. Um, five different maps. It's got a twist in it where you go mining as well to collect resources and. Obviously, you have to bring that back up to the sort of, you know, surface and, and, and build your world with. And, oh, it's absolutely brilliant. So I've actually had a really, really good um, week of gaming, to be fair, on that. Um, and I've nearly finished it now. Two achievements left, and then it's 1,000 G'd. And on to the next, which hopefully is going to be Avatar. Um, yeah. Because that got released today. Um, how are you feeling? Any closer to... Breaking the mold um, and maybe buying. No, in? probably not at the minute. I, it, I'll, I will agree. It does look very, very good. Um, I've watched a few things about it this past week or so, and it, it does look good. It's just at the minute, it, it 
has no relevance to me. You know, it's there's I've not watched the films. Um, yeah, it, it's something. You know, I might maybe I'm sure it will potentially at some point crop up on the old uh, Game Pass. So. Yeah, you know, maybe one day, and maybe, you know, if it drops at some point into the new year, I might give it a go. Yeah, well, hopefully, because I think think it'd be a game you'll enjoy, and I certainly, I definitely think it'd be a world you enjoy, 100%. Yeah. 100%, I think it is. So I'm really excited to play that. So I know it is out today. It's probably not going to be something I buy just yet. I think it's going to be, you know, I hope to break up, uh, from work on the 15th so it'd probably be more around that area and enjoy it during the Christmas break uh, for me I would imagine or maybe even wait until Christmas and enjoy it for that week or two between Christmas and New Year and shortly after before I start back so yeah um, but yeah the game I was thinking of as well that I was saying about the Steam Steam World build it's a cross between Anno and Evil Genius 2 that's what it That's, was called. Yeah. So if, if any if anybody out there enjoyed either of those two games, um, then Steam World Build is going to be right up your street. But now let's get started with the news. Say, yeah, yeah. Talk, talking about a game, obviously games that we've been playing this week. There is one that you jumped on last Saturday. I for did an and event. I'm going to be jumping back on the game. I've decided. Oh yeah. Yes. I'll tell you why. Well, well, the thing is, I mean, you know, Fortnite, sorry, I feel like I'm taking over, but the Fortnite event last week, like, I've never seen any before. I know they're quite a big thing and, and they've they done quite well and this, that, and other, but last week I had to because it was Eminem. Yeah. And, he, and he's my favourite artist of all time, so I, I, I joined the live event. And I'll tell you what, it was absolutely mind-blowing just how good it was and how well they did it and stuff. Like... Yeah. I just think it's, you know, when I sit and think of it from a developer's perspective, and I, it is incredible of what, what they achieve, that everybody is in that lobby, the four people that you've teamed up with in that lobby, and, 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 and all the cutscenes are about you and the people that you're with. And the way it just, you know, the, obviously it's we know it's got Lego in it, so there were a big thing about Lego. It's got the crossover with uh, Rocket League. Um, so there were all that in it. And it's just where your character's on top of a car, like clinging on for dear life, and the people in your party are inside the car. And that is just... It honestly it was mind-blowing. And obviously yeah. what they did with Eminem, it was quite a short part, uh, which I'm not surprised, because I dread to think how much money they paid him. Um, but my, it was just mind-blowing. And, you know, seeing the seasons, and obviously the one bit of news that's going to be in here, which I'll come back to later when we've done the news articles. But, yeah... It's just, I just think, do you know what? This is developers at its finest hour. I, I mentioned it with the GTA and Rockstar on, on Tuesday, but I just, I'm in awe. I am actually in awe. Yeah, they've done well doing. with Fortnite. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just, so, and I just feel like I do enjoy the game and I want to get back on it just as a, I don't know, just, I feel like I need to be playing it to say thank you to the developers because I think they're doing an incredible job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've been involved in a couple of the live events going back a couple of years back when you had um I can't remember there was one of the is it Travis Scott or something? Tra- one Travis of the Scott artists. Did one, yes. Yeah, he did one. Well actually the Travis the Scott one. one apparently like the M M&M and M were a carbon copy almost. The way that oh, they okay. did M and M like there were a big so, version of M M&M and M sort of walking across the map and that. Yeah, and took himself, yeah. you know, took the little version and stuff. So, yeah, apparently that's how... Tra- I don't know, because I didn't... Wa- but, yeah, yeah. we were very close. 
Yeah, it was um like, but I've been in a couple of different ones over the years. Like, there's been a couple of others, and they do it very well. Like, it it feels like an actual event. It feels like a proper sort of spectacle. And like you said, it's the way they do it as well. To think that the hundreds of thousands or millions that join it for this event, we're all experiencing this thing together. You know, yeah. I know. That you know, was the Call of Duty have done thing. it since and things were like, you know, the end of the first, the Verdance map and stuff when it was like an apocalypse happening. And, you know, that was cool because every every person in that lobby had to race to the rally point and all that sort of thing. And them sort of events just feel great. You know, yeah, they, well, the, something is a big event. This one as well, obviously, had live interactions. Like when it did the Rocket League kind of bit, you had to drift your car and, you you know, trigger buttons to, to do the actions and stuff. I think yeah. what the best bit was for me, um, so I'd had a bit of a problem. So I came to, um, I kind of nodded off on the city um, before this event were about to take place. And 20 minutes before the event, I was like, oh, no, I need to load it up. And then I had a fortnight update, which took 10 minutes. And then I got to the event and then it said I were queuing for the next hour and a half. I'm in a queue for one and a half hours. Now, luckily, Kieran, my youngest, was upstairs and he'd been on the game for an hour and a half. He he knew what were coming. He knew the queues were going to be big, so he'd been on the game an hour and a half. So I ended up going up and enjoying it with Kieran. But while they did the M&M thing and he was singing his tunes and, like, the mic, like, the beat drop when the first M&M song started, it, were, oh, it sounded incredible. But they did a little Guitar Hero thing where you had to, you know, do, you know, do the it were all kind of coming down the screen and you had to press the keys at the right time. Um, oh, okay. And it, it, it were absolutely brilliant. And so I'm like, Kieran, move aside. Like, I want to have a go. So I'm on his laptop and, I, and I'm doing this. I, I, and I just thought, wow, this is... And this is what makes me want to get back into the game like, because I just I just appreciate so much. And do you know how good it was? Is from For the first time, like, Kieran were asking me, he always asked me questions about my job and what I do. And he says, how do they achieve something like this? And I went, I've no idea. And it was that yeah. kind of wake-up call to go, as much as I've progressed in however many years, it's like I'm miles away compared to what these guys can do. It's like... It's just mental. When you think of how... Boggling. Like, look at how Fortnite started. This wasn't Fortnite. You know, no. they, they evolved that that title and that, you know, the, the base building thing into a Battle Royale, and they've dominated it for years now. Yeah. And it's, it's just... It, Fair play to Epic, you know, they've done a very, very good and job. And that's with it. it. They've, you think as well, they've gone from doing this to releasing Unreal Engine 5 that every other gaming developer out there pretty much wants to use. So, yeah, yeah my app goes well off to them. And the best thing about it is the best news, or I say the best news, but really good news for me today. Obviously, you know, they've always done incredible crossovers and, and incredible skins of Fortnite, albeit it can be controversial, you know, the amount you have to pay. But Solid Snake, you know, the action star from Metal Gear Solid is actually going to be coming to Fortnite uh, in January next year. Um, and and he, again, is basically a gaming idol for me. Like, I were a huge, huge Metal Gear Solid fan growing up. Um, and Solid Snake, I think, if you'd have asked me prior to playing Final Fantasy, who was my favourite char- gaming character of all time, it would be Snake. Um, so, you know, when I saw this news today and I was like, oh my God, like Snake's got, bang, I'm back in, I'm going back on Fortnite and, and he comes, um, January 23rd, um, shortly after my birthday. So if anybody out there wants to treat me for my birthday, 
uh, there's an idea for you, Ash. There we um, go. So, yeah. if, so... if, if anyone else out there is <laughs> looking to... Um, but yeah, now... so it's just one thing after another with them. I just think it's incredible. And I, I just it is. Want... They've done well. I just and... want to be a part of it. It's one of them things that I just think it's that good. I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, they they have done well. And some of the stars and that they've got involved in it has been incredible. But um, obviously talking about games that have had quite a successful period, one of the games that obviously we've really enjoyed over the launch, we've, we've, we have admittedly put it down over the last couple of months, just I think more than anything because of just the, the constant flow of new games. But um, Starfield has had a very good launch, hasn't it, overall? Yes, yes. And it's... Um, yeah, so... Uh, Phil Spencer, obviously the head of Xbox uh, this week, has shed a little bit of light on just how well Starfield has performed since its launch, uh, what, three months ago now. Uh, and Starfield has now officially peaked over the 12 million player count since it launched. Um, mm. And it still sits in the top 10 most played games for the studio or for Xbox. So, you know, it, it's been... That's fantastic really you know it it's has. been a really and, good launch and you know what like the one thing obviously obviously i know phil spencer said quite a lot this week about it and he like he wants people yeah. to be playing it in a decade and he seriously thinks that you know um todd howard and and the team at bethesda and that can easily make that happen we've all speculated that there's going to be mega dlc for this game because bethesda are really you good would at think DLC. so yeah i'm wondering because of the fact that we know the Game Awards is tonight. Um, we know that Xbox are attending, and we also know that Xbox are set to make a couple of announcements. And apparently, from what I've heard from a few sources, some pretty big ones, and I'm wondering if there's Starfield DLC might be buried somewhere in them announcements. Um... I'd be interested if there was even just like a brief idea of what to expect. Um, I can't see it yet, just purely for the fact that it's it's only been out three months. But yeah, but you, you know, say it depends that on the you say that, but yet Avatar that releases today, they announced three weeks ago that they're releasing two story DLCs next year. Yeah, I mean, no say, I'm not with... saying they're going to give us a date and saying look, this is coming next month or whatever, but. Maybe they just give us a look. No. We're working on this, this, and this. Maybe I think it's only speculation. With, with Starfield, obviously, it's the long ball. You know, I wonder whether they'd push it that quick to sort of say, you know, here's here's the first DLC or whether it's going to be. I mean, it would be pretty cool if it was. You know, especially yeah. if they sort of introduce a few new sort of more uh, social planets. You know, planets with cities and things on it. That'd be pretty cool with another branch of missions and so on. But I would be surprised. Um, I'd be. I'm quite interested to see what is announced at the Game Awards because I've heard a couple of different things. We were, we were speculating myself and a few in the Xbox UK uh, group have been speculating about it, and you know, I said two that I would like to see, and I think I'll probably say at every event that Xbox are at at the minute, more on State of Decay three and more yes. on contraband that was announced three four years ago now and we've not seen much since we you know it still exists game, yeah. yeah just it's it again it looked like uh a whole new sort of venture down a sort of style of game that we potentially haven't seen before 
Yeah. You know, it looks like a bit of a smuggling, almost like a mafia drug gang sort of, but from many years ago, you know, you had the Polaroid photos and, you know, the style of the trailer looked like something that potentially this is like some sort of mafia drugs, whether we are the mafia or the police that are chasing it, I don't know, but, you know, from like the 1950s or 60s. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite interested to see a bit more on that because obviously it was a very, very brief I honestly think uh, you're going to get Mafia 4 trailer. before you get that. Maybe. I mean, like I say, yeah, it's, it's been, been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen anything on Contraband. A few people have said they'd like to see a little bit more on Fable. I don't... I can't yeah, see I'm that. Not, yeah, I don't see that as an event that's going to drop something big on, like, a game that big. I'm not, No disrespect to, obviously, the Game Awards. I'm not saying that, but they normally save that for, like, the pinnacle event, their own events, don't they? So yeah. the only thing that made me think about it with Starfield is because, like, obviously Microsoft w- uh, for the last couple of years have heavily said that they want to release games in sort of the first six months of the year, especially targeting the first, uh, you know, the fiscal quarter. Um, yeah. So because obviously it's quite a dry patch in gaming. So if you can aim for big, huge DLC from an already favorable and well-played game i just think that would break up that monotony that would you know keep gamers interested and, and a perfect time to do it when you're not up against 100 yeah, you know big titles one of the things one of the big whispers for tonight again it's all speculation but it's one that seems to have a lot of backing is that they're going to announce there and then live available now on game pass is going to be Baldur's gate 3 that's the big one that, that they think would, is going to be the big one. That would, I think, upset me and excite me at the same time. Because Upset why? Because I've got a week left at work and I've got a lot of work to do in that week. Um, and I can see me, like, <laughs> just been sat here twitching <laughs> while my Xbox it's, is kind it's, of yeah, calling it's out because at me. But I I'm do really want to play Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I've never played one, and yet this one has really, really sort of interested me. So yeah. when it does arrive, I'm really looking forward to giving this a go as a completely different sort of style of game for me, really. So I'm you looking see, I were to reading that. articles and that yesterday. I, I mean, the, the the sort of the news feeds have been dominated by Baldur's Gate 3, aren't they, now since release, and it doesn't seem to have slowed down much. And they were sort of saying yesterday, like, characters that had been, like, been chosen as the, the, the most popular romance partner and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I I kind of had a look, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, she's all right. But I think I might go down a different route. Depends who's there. So it's, it's little <laughs> things like that, that that in a game I love. It's just them little details like that. And I think, you know, I'm really interested to see, like, you know, who can you romance with? Like, what options is there? Like, what do you do? What can you not do? Um, and I just think it's a game that just does have so much, like Starfield, I suppose, has just so many little tidbits that make it just, you know, you probably won't miss it if it weren't there, but yet somehow it enhances the game tenfold because it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'm desperate to get my hands on that. So I would love that if they announced that tonight. Yeah. My only problem is if they do, um, I won't be jumping straight on it because there's an NFL game on tonight. So it's kind of catch-22. Yeah. Then is it, do I take a day off tomorrow? Microsoft could end up crippling my business here before Christmas. You might have to speak to the boss. 
Well, he's, he's a very nice bloke, actually, he's my boss. He's, he's, I mean, speaking of Grand Theft Auto the day, he's already said to me, take two weeks, take two weeks when it launches. Yeah. So, yeah, just he's a, lovely, just, he's a uh, lovely guy. Just to, just to clarify, Shane is his own boss. So, you know, <laughs> but like I said, he's a lovely guy. He's, he's, an, he's a top bloke. <laughs> he's a top bloke. He's never offered <laughs> yeah. me a job, though, so maybe, maybe one day. I have told you there's going to be space for it. I have told you. Now... Obviously, you said about Avatar and the fact that I've never watched it and everything like that. Now, it's it's very, very well known amongst friends and everything that one of my favourite series of all time is Halo. Yes. I loved it for 20-odd years. Now, one thing I really struggled to get into, which I have said I'd like to watch or try to watch again, is the Halo series on Paramount+. Plus. Um, I watched the original episode going back when it was released months ago, whenever it was, and I think I went down the same route as a lot of the fans that you kind of expected it to basically follow the games and it doesn't, or at least the first episode didn't. It's, you know, it's all about like these different sort of civilizations and the Covenant attack home and then Master Chief turns up and he say, you know, it's, I, I won't sort of go into too much detail, but it, it, it was nothing like one of the games. Mm. So when I finished it, I thought it was great. You know, Master Chief's pretty cool. I don't like the fact that obviously Master Chief gets unmasked from the almost the get go. I've got to because say that was a always big, been... big, big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. I don't. I don't. I mean, can you really tell a series, you know, a story within a series that goes on multiple, multiple episodes without him taking his mask off? Probably not. But I just didn't like. Master Chief has always had that you know, anonymous identity. You've never known what he looks like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Series 2 is due out. I'm just going to uh, try and get the information here. So series the Series 2 um, is due out on the 8th of February 2024. Uh, the official trailer is on the website if you do want to watch it. It looks far more, as the title of the article says, sort of it's more gritty. It looks like it's going to be a little bit more of a battle and... You know, I like the looks of the series too, which is why, for me personally, I would like to reactivate Paramount Plus and, you know, give it another go because I think series two looks very good from what I've seen so far. Yeah, you see, I mean, I was quite excited to watch this. I mean, it's one of them, like Halo, I haven't been into, uh, uh, you know, for a few years now. One and two, I was heavily, heavily into Halo. I loved them. Uh, and Halo Five, we both got, didn't we? We both we were playing yeah. it for a bit, but it, again, it just didn't grab me. It just really didn't grab me. And then, but I was still quite excited to watch the series on it. Thought it could be quite cool. And then I was put off just by sort of a lot of negativity that surrounded it. So yeah, it didn't get met with as good reception as it no. probably so could I have. Kind of got put off, and like the all the unmasking thing, like. You know, like, can you do a full series with it? I think you can because Mandalorian did it very well. Um, the, and, and there is only one short scene that you do see him unmasked when he's kind of washing uh, somewhere and you don't see his... You don't. I don't think you really see his face. You see him from back, I think. And and yeah. that worked well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe... You know, I'll probably watch this trailer on the on our website later on tonight, and if it kind of catches me, then maybe you know go back and watch the first season before the the, the second releases next year. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, I just found there were a lot of negativity around it, which I thought because of how well Halo is followed by millions, that it'd be like everybody were raving about it. 
Whereas you yeah. compare that to the Last of Us series, I've heard nothing but good about that TV series. So yeah, that was met with a whereas lot. Whereas that I mean, makes me want they? to watch it, and I've yet, I've not I've never played it. I don't I don't know what yeah. the game is. So they've announced that series two of that's due sometime early twenty twenty five. Last of Us series two. Yeah, that was announced today. I think. So 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 uh, moving on then, uh, Microsoft. Um, you know they they are just well. I mean they're just everywhere. They're doing everything. Um, and and they're just continuing to do so out there. They're saying that they're going to invest billions more into, you know, the Xbox Game Pass, uh, things yeah. like that. I mean, obviously this year it has been an unbelievable um, success with the likes of Starfield, Lies of P, um, you know, even Exo Primal games like that 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 were a big hit and stuff like that. It's 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 going from strength to strength in it is microsoft and game pass it is yeah and it only seems to be getting stronger and now they've got obviously activision and uh infinity uh, yeah activision blizzard yep on board you know it's only going to get stronger well and again um, speaking of tonight there were some people saying that there might be rumors that the other call of duties are going to come to game pass one there? there's some people yes. kind of rumoring that maybe they get added to the library um, maybe that's an announcement. So it is literally strength to strength, and it's superb to be an Xbox gamer. We keep saying it, don't we? But yeah, it's... we've done well. I mean, what they've, what Microsoft have sort of said is that they have put a lot of money into the third-party content specifically. Yeah, um, investing over a billion dollars a year to support those games, and they've already said that financially it is a viable thing. You know, putting this stuff into the game, uh, into the market, it is financially viable and it is consistently making money. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of this about, you know, how can Game Pass be a financially viable setup for Microsoft? Surely they're losing millions or billions a year on it, you know, just paying studios for their games. And no, it's not. No. You know, it's 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 working. It's yeah. keeping a lot of Xbox fans very happy with a constant flow of new content, and yeah, you know, I just think you can't as well. I think what it does that. for some developers, like you know, that they, they, they basically a developer has got that assurance that they're getting some money from somewhere for this yeah. game to go that they might not get the mainstream sort of. And I'll use SteamWorld Build as an example. So Killjoy told me about, well, he told us all about it, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago yeah. in a party. And I went and watched the trailer, uh, and I thought, oh, no, that's not for me. Um, and then it was him that kind of gave the Anno reference and the Evil Genius reference because he, he'd watch people stream it. And I was just like, where are you getting Anno from out of that? Like, where are you getting Evil Genius from out of that trailer and that? You know, I thought he got it from the trailers. And I was like, no, it really doesn't appeal to me. Like, I love city building games, but for whatever reason, that, that like, I don't know whether it, the way it looked or what, but it just didn't appeal to me. But I, I, because it was on Game Pass, and I apologise to any developers from the station who developed the game, if, if they do happen to catch this, but I wouldn't have given it a go would I have had to pay for it because I'd buy that trailer, and, and I think that is the... I don't know. I don't want to slag anybody off, but maybe the marketing team. I just don't think the trailer did that game any justice. But actually, when I played it, it it's one of the best games I've played for a while. And and again, I would have passed it by if I'd have had to pay for it. So Game Pass, in my opinion, has done that game wonders. 
Oh, because massively. I recommend it's it to everybody games. now. I'll try that, yeah. try that. It's brilliant. It's a great It's giving game. games exposure that they would just would not get. Would not, like, yeah. Another classic one. I know, obviously, it's made by Capcom, but none of us would have played Exoprimal. Really? No. no. You know, and it, to be fair, the cool. only reason we stopped playing that is because of the likes of Starfield come out. We were enjoying that yeah. game, weren't we? Oh, that we one. were well invested in that, yeah. yeah. And we loved it. So, you know, we spent a lot of time on it. So, again, it's just one of them things. Yes, it's Capcom, so it's a it's a, a, a larger studio in general. Yes, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of exposure that again, a lot of people played it that would not have played it otherwise. Yeah, and again, it's one of them. And it, you, I watched the trailer of that, and I'm thinking, what? Did he shooting dinosaurs? No. Yeah. It looked like I mean, I love dinosaurs, carnage. don't get me wrong. Like the Jurassic World and that, I'm a huge fan. But like first-person shooter where you're, you know, dinosaurs are attacking you, I'm like, nah. But yeah, you play the game, and it's like, wow, this is actually really good fun. It was and very chaotic. good, yeah. Because I remember that was a game that I, I I think we did it over the podcast, didn't we? That building up to it, going, nah, it's not my type of game. It looks chaotic, and then we played it. And we're like, it is chaotic, but it's in a good way chaotic. Yeah, it was a very so, good yeah, game. Again, that is a perfect example that we wouldn't have picked that up had it not been for Game Pass. So bravo yeah. to Microsoft and and some of these third party developers. Keep keep going. Um, yeah, and one of the games that has obviously been in their headlines over the last two or three years, really, ever since its initial launch, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Now, as we know, obviously, the Phantom Liberty DLC was fairly well received over the last few weeks, um, giving it loads of different content, loads of new sort of abilities. Basically, him, didn't they? Yeah, uh, to, to, yeah, pretty much. It was, you know, there's so many new additions and things that you could take part in, police chases and things. And um, there is a 2.1 update, which uh, is basically, as they're labelling it, the final quality of life update with improvements and gameplay features. Uh, and this does officially mark the conclusion of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, there will be no more development. There will be no more updates and anything like that. Um, it kind of feels it's... like an end of an era, but it, it yeah. you know... A sad end of the. It, I enjoyed. It is, it. yeah, because they've kind of got it back on track. But at the same time, we do know that obviously there is a second one in the works. So it's not yes. like it's that's the end of Cyberpunk and we'll never see anything again. Um, but yeah, you know they've they've finally sort of redeemed themselves with things like the Phantom Liberty DLC and regular updates over the last couple of years. But yeah, that that is officially I think it. So it's now... a good testimonial to end it on in terms of that they got the game right. And as we know it was a horrific launch. I think that it's a awful. beautiful place now with this like, you know, the basically Cyberpunk 2.0. And I think I think it's nice that the it is a good place to leave it. And I think they know as developers people will buy the next one now. Because we corrected everything yeah. and we put it right and we made a good game that would, you know, eventually polished. And for me, it's like it's bittersweet because it's. I think it's sad to see that game come to an end right now. But hopefully, some of those developers are going to go on to the next Witcher game uh, and get that done because obviously CD Projekt Red make The Witcher as well. Um, so yeah, they can go over there and and do that. That'd be nice. Yeah, I think that's the thing now. You know, we know that obviously there's another Witcher, so a lot of the developers will move across for the time being because we already know that the Project Orion, which is obviously the next Cyberpunk, is it's in like a pre-development stage, I believe. So it's, yeah. you know, 
it's a long way away. It's not something that we're going to get within the next year or so. I think we're very, very much more likely to get The Witcher first. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, at least CD Projekt Red are leaving Cyberpunk in a sort of position where the fans, whether you're a returning player from its launch days or a newcomer, you know, you, you're going into a game now that's actually in a very good state, which kind of tempts me to get back into it at some point. But, again, there's just that much going on. And I got that far into it first time round that it's like, can I really be bothered to, you know, either Find try and remember where I was yeah, yeah, or start again? Because there was a lot of hours put into it. So, but we'll see. Yeah, Maybe. It's good. It's good. Now, EA are back on, uh, back on the news this week um, in some good ways and, 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 and some not good ways. So the not so good ways is obviously um back in 2021 EA acquired Codemasters for an unbelievable 1.2 billion um you know and obviously Codemasters are responsible for games like the F1 games well F123 and things like that uh, the World Rally uh, championship games um and there's going to be unfortunately some layoffs um this week uh, are happening inside of Codemasters um so I don't know whether that suggests it was a good acquisition or a bad acquisition or they're just moving the development team, you know, over to, to, to different things or what. Um, but, yeah, always sad in it when, when you know, I developers just, and that lose a job. I find it mad because, like, they must you know, have this, this, that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, they're signalling it as, like, industry challenges. And it's like yeah. the video game industry is just going from strength to strength. It's the biggest industry you know, in the world. Yeah, we're constantly breaking records for, you know, the Grand Theft Auto trailer has like become the fastest trailer or the fastest video on YouTube to reach that record views in 24 hours ever. You know, that game will launch to the biggest financial entertainment launch ever when that launches. You know, and other games are launching, you know, uh, Starfield. I know some, obviously, like we've said, some games are on Game Pass and all that, but Starfield, 12 million players in three months, you yeah. know. I'm when, not when an could expert you think, in like, finance. Back when we were, you know, kids, teenagers, that you could never imagine those numbers are out there playing this no, game, could you? You couldn't. Not at all. And, and at and, the end you know, of the day, I know they're completely different studios and stuff like that, but EA are making billions from Ultimate Team on FIFA alone. Yeah. That's despite the billions that they're probably making from Madden, Ultimate Team alone. That is separate from the game sales alone. So, uh, yeah. All the expansion for The Sims. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah. It, it's crazy to think that what they must be making and they're laying off in another studio. Why not invest that money into that studio and make some yeah. unbelievable? I mean, games? I know, I know. Obviously, if you were to sort of look at just how many staff EA must have across their oh, entire yeah. company, yeah, and the the millions and millions of pounds they invest in every video game, I, I understand the cost of everything, but it's like in I know. Obviously, we're in like a bit of a cost of living crisis. You know, money is mm. generally stricter now. But how have we got to a point that the video game industry that just seems to be going from strength to strength where, you know, layoffs are coming left, right and centre? I get it when it comes to studios that just haven't performed, you know, when like the, again, it, 
Yeah, you know, it always comes yeah. back to the Gollum studio and that, you know, they that was an absolute train wreck and it's kind of to be expected when all that money that gets invested doesn't return. Yes. There's going to be consequences, but you know, we know that the F1 games, we know that the World Rally Championship games are popular. They're not by any means, you know, the biggest titles out there. But surely under the branch of EA there's enough money across the board to sort of keep investing in them sort of games because people do yeah. like rally games. People do like Formula One. I'm going to say rally surely... has got a massive, massive following. Well, the, the old Colin McRae rally games yeah, yeah. were massive I mean, back I in the day, weren't they? I used to play back in the day. Like, yeah. It, it, it were, you know, it were, I loved them. But, but yeah, it's sad to see. It is sad to see, but at the same time, there is some really positive news that EA Sports College Football, um, it, it, you know, they, they've been they've been battling legal obstacles for ages now, uh, but they finally won that battle, um, and the EA Sports College Football game is set now for a summer twenty twenty four kickoff. Um, now, yeah. I've never played a college football game no, uh, because I wasn't into NFL at the uh, at the time that they were out. However, Gaz, my brother-in-law, has. And he said, back in the day, when you played the college football and you, um, you know, the, the college players that went to the draft that year, you could then export that into Madden and that would be the draft in your Madden career. Um, so if they do things like that, that'd be incredible. That'd be awesome. Um, and especially good, yeah. we, we have a franchise between our group of friends, so maybe is the is the uh, if it's possible is there a college franchise incoming with the draft? That'd be cool. Um, so all kinds of possibilities. So I'm really excited about this. Um, I love Madden. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you've got a different opinion on Madden, but I think it's an exceptional game, one that EA do very very well. Um, and and so yeah, this is exciting news. Like I've been waiting to get my hands on on this for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know the old is it NCAA or whatever it is. Yes. Um. Yeah. Back in the day, I know a lot of people used to be big fans of it. So it's it's going to obviously come as quite a welcome bit of news. That. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like you've said, obviously, I've always sort of struggled to truly enjoy the Madden games just because. I just think there's a there's for me personally, I think there's a lack of the authenticity that See, it don't. feels I like an arcade game. Good. I just think but... it's because you drop forty yards with your quarterback. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't play it quite right, but yeah, I just I think it's they're very good games. Don't get me wrong, but for me, it's just like it feels arcadey, very much like your some of your other games that you play that you know there's not that level of realism for me. You know, yeah. yes. You've got the tactics. Yes, you've got, you know, the way you control your players and that. But who knows? I mean, you know, you'd imagine that the EA Sports College is basically going to be Madden with a different skin on it, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, they're just going to get all the rights. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll not see. well known see. for making various, uh, the games very much different year to year, are they? So. Well, we've said many a time that it feels almost like a copy and paste job sometimes yeah. with EA Sports, but... Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. And in his final bit of news of tonight, um, Alone in the Dark fans, obviously we, Alone in the Dark is getting remade. It was meant to release back in October, October 25th to be precise. Uh, that then got 
that uh, THQ Nordic made an announcement prior to the launch date and said they have pushed it to the 16th of January, which for listeners out there, that is actually my birthday, the 16th of January, um, for those looking to treat me. But yeah, so this this bugs me, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But they basically said that they, they're delaying it to my birthday, not, not for me, believe it or not. They didn't do it for my purpose. Um, but they said they wanted to avoid remarkable releases such as Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which came out around that time. The THQ Nord- Nordic have now come out and said that they're delaying it again. And they're now delaying it until March 20th, 2024. And they've given us a reason. And this reason is to avoid any potential crunch over and just after the Christmas holidays. Now, I'm sorry, but... This doesn't sit right with me. We're just on about a minute ago, you know, what doesn't sit right with, like, the, the whole year thing. Really? Are, are you going to say that I don't want Alone in the Dark to release around Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario because they're not similar games by any stretch of the imagination? No, not at all. And Alone in the Dark, if at the end of the day, if your video game, if your product, whatever it might be, is good enough and it's got a following and that, then... They will buy it no matter what. It wouldn't, like for us, it wouldn't have mattered, you know, if Starfield came out amongst other games. We would have we would have found a way to got it. We would have put that money aside months ago or whatever because that yeah. was one that we unbelievably wanted. And now they're saying that it's going to be, we don't want any crunch after the Christmas holidays. Why? Like, if that were me, I'd turn around to people like my family members or whatever that were buying me gifts for Christmas. I'd say, look, I'll tell you what, just kiss 20 bar to, you know, in an Xbox voucher. That'd be great. And then knowing that one of the games that I follow and love is coming out, you know, just three weeks after Christmas. And I'd keep that money on my Xbox for that game. So I'm sorry to THQ, which I do like as a developer. I think that's bullshit wrapped up in... Yeah, a bit of sugar and spice, if I'm honest. I just think it's nonsense. I think I think it's too easy it. now. Yeah, I just I, I it's think become genuinely. part of the culture. Just delay it. Yeah, and, I just don't buy you it. Know, just be honest. I just don't buy it. Yeah, I I know we we, we you know we're not meant to be you know we stay impartial as best we can, but I just don't buy it. I just can't buy that that that's the reasonings that you know. I mean, at the end of the day, Christmas is when you know, especially. People are asking for games for a gift. So for me, it'd be the perfect time to launch it. And I genuinely think um, that there's problems there. But uh, if there is any Alone in the Dark fans that don't want to wait till March, there is like a um, a free prologue um, that is set prior to Alone in the Dark. And it is available to play on Steam, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, because obviously we know Alone in the Dark is uh, looking for Jeremy. Uh, you can see the trailer on our website as well, but a young girl called Grace um, sends a letter to Jeremy on... Uh, sorry, sends a letter to Emily on Jeremy's behalf. That means nothing to me because I don't play it, um, but for any Alone <laughs> in the Dark fans, I'm sure it will um, to you. And and apparently they're also switching up um, to an over-the-shoulder the perspective um, instead of what seemed to be the fixed camera of the initial game that apparently got um, some bad press, shall we say. Yeah. 
So this over-the-shoulder perspective that's coming in the remake is meant to give it a bit of a revamp. But yeah, Uh, so um, just to reiterate, March 20th is when you can expect to get your hands on Alone in the Dark. And I'm sorry, THQ, but I'm just not buying it. No. Now, another bit of news that that I think it's out now, um, or it's out certainly at any time soon. Uh, I think it's out today, actually. Um... Sea of Thieves, obviously it's a game that we've said over the years, it's something I'd love to get heavily invested in, but none of you guys have ever been interested. So for me, I've always been a thing of, well, I'm not going out to sea alone because you just get destroyed. You know, I've been out, I've done it solo multiple times where you go off on your own little boat. And I I don't know whether I've ever told you the story on here before where I was playing alone and I was out middle of the night out at sea on my own. And I'm very happily just sailing away, you know, minding my own business. And then I let go of my wheel for the boat and I go to the back of the boat and look over the back down towards where the map is, you know, to see where you're going. Yep. And I walk over to the edge of the boat, look down. And as I look down, I see a pirate lay underneath the table of the map. Somebody's on my boat. Mm-hmm. It's not a friendly so as you can imagine, I shit my pants because I'm out at sea on my own. I don't really play the game, so I don't really know what I'm doing. And there's an intruder on board and he's trying to hide from me underneath the map, the table, map table thing. So I go down to try and attack him. He's jumping around all over the place, hitting me, shooting me, all of this thing. Then out of nowhere, a four man massive boat turns up and just obliterates me, you know, <laughs> 15, 20 seconds and my boat's sinking and that's it, I'm dead. And it's things like that that ruined it for me because it was like, I can't I just go and been do things. Now. I thought like they, have they not but got like a single player mode or something in there This now, is I it. Thought. This is the new update that comes now is for single crew servers, which are, it's known as the safer seas. Um, and it's an update where players can choose to sail the seas alone or in a crew just without the risk of player versus player encounters uh, you'll still come up against obviously the enemies you know the the skeletons and all the other enemies that you find uh, but it's basically it's a peaceful voyage um obviously it makes sense that they've sort of said with reduced risk means reduced reward so you're not going to get as much you know yes you're hiding from enemy pirates but you know, if, if let's say, for example, you might earn a thousand coins for a mission in the main game, I think you're only going to earn something like fifteen percent of that. So it's, right. it's significantly less reward. But if you want to play it, and especially if you want to play it alone, you have now got the option of the safer seas servers, which you know just opens up that little bit of opportunity to play it without yeah. that it's always watching over your back. It yeah, it is. Thing. I think it is. I mean, the the thing about your story that I I think sort of <laughs> made me laugh is like, it's the way you sort of said, I'm going out on my little boat. So all I could imagine is all these pirate ships coming towards you in a dinghy. I just imagine it's, you just sat there floating about in a dinghy. Like. <laughs> you know, uh, the little one-man, two-man boat compared to the massive... I, I can't remember what they're called. I don't know whether it's like... I think a galleon or something is the big boat. I, I might be wrong, but, you know, you've got your ideal for one man, then a two- to three-man, and then the big four-man boat. 
and the difference in size is ridiculous like it's like basically when you're on your own little one-man boat it's like a rescue boat compared to the big four-man boat so so you're just sat looking up going oh bollocks yeah as i'm sort of running around <laughs> trying to chase this invasion invasive character somehow he's got on my boat without even me noticing you I know, on say, this tiny if you didn't boat. notice in another boat how's he got on there well, obviously, you can launch yourself by cannon and that stuff, can't ah, you? Right. From, yeah, so maybe launched on that way. But at the same time, I kind of seem to remember that I did go and dock to sell some stuff. So there's a good chance so that while one, I was docking... He's under your table. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's climbed Brilliant. aboard, lay down underneath, wait until I'm out middle of the sea, and then they've launched their attack. And it was just... There was just no chance. It was just cannons and firebombs and everything everywhere. And within... 60 seconds, my boat was at the bottom of the sea, so... <laughs> you sat there with a the banana the in your The safer seas thing... <laughs> yeah. I'm just holding on to a chest, just hoping I get picked up somewhere. But, so, yeah, but with, that, you know, with that with that news, are you back on? Are you, will, you be, will you be revisiting the sea? I might do. Um, the only, I've said before, like, a couple of mates and that have sort of said, you know, they, they jump on every now and again, they'd be up for playing it and stuff, but I think... Sea of Thieves is a little bit like some of the other games that are out there now where there's that much content on it through, you know, years of additional updates and DLC and new stories. It's like, it's almost overwhelming, you know, to sort of start now. There's yeah. just that much to do. And it's the same with things like Destiny and stuff. You know, I played Destiny 1 and 2 and Destiny 2 I was up to date with probably for the first two or three major updates but then it's at a point now where it's like, which talking of Destiny 2, um, again, sort of a little bit from sort of over the last couple of days, they're saying that there's a lot of trouble going on at Bungie, isn't there, at the minute? Obviously, yeah. it was brought out by Sony PlayStation, uh, I think it was last year or the year before. There's a lot of fan base turning against the game at the minute just for the quality of it, and there's there just doesn't seem to be much interest in the game. Um and somebody from within side has sort of said, basically, at the minute, it's it's such a soul-destroying place to work at the minute. Apparently, it's in a very, very bad place, Bungie, which, when you look at its history with, obviously, the Halo series and how well it was doing under Microsoft, yeah, it was, it was it's such a I shame to see it. because, yeah, Bungie was like, growing up, it was one of my favourite studios and... You know, it's a shame that obviously Xbox eventually let it go to Activision. Then they get that final freedom again to go back to doing what they love best. And then, you know, they sell off to Sony and now look at them. It's yeah. it's a shame. It is. It is. It's never nice to see developers go down that route. And no, who knows, they might get saved and things like that. But yeah, hopefully. Time will tell. Time will tell. But it don't, It also don't bode well when that studio's in that much of a mess and we've just seen that they're laying off at Codemasters. It's... Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's there's a pattern coming, isn't there? There's a pattern coming. It seems that way, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think that rounds up um, episode thirty four uh, of the podcast. So anything you, we we have discussed today, let us know. Um, if you've got comments you want to share, you've got thoughts you want to share, everything can be seen on our website at press hyphen start dot uk. Um, and it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure from both yeah, of us, hasn't yeah. it? And, and we're hoping that we might might record one over the weekend at some point or maybe early next week to all to do with the Game Awards, so listen out for that. Um, and I, th I think that's it. Have you all to add, Ash? Um, just the usual, really. I want to 
give a shout out to Sam, one of our regular listeners, because he, again, he's just it's just flowing with the compliments and the the positive comments about the podcast uh, week on week. I know that it's something that he always looks forward to when there's a new episode. So again, Sam, thank you for the comments as always. Uh, and then yes. to obviously the rest of you guys as well. Obviously, we love to hear from you guys. We've, we were literally discussing today, weren't we, that our Spotify wrapped has yeah, kind yes. of gone to... It's It's gone to show that whilst we obviously listen to our podcast back through the week, we're in like the top 22% of podcasts, uh, of listeners to our podcast. So it shows yeah. that so... there's enough of you out there. If we're in the top 22%, there is enough of you out there that are beating our listening numbers and minutes Yeah, yeah. significantly. So to all of you that do listen, whether you're a regular commenter or somebody who just sits in the shadows and listens, you know, either way without interacting. Yeah. We, we, we massively appreciate every single one of you. Um, you know, be sure to follow us, be sure to follow us on Spotify and whether you're listening on that or Apple music or prime music or whatever it is you're listening to it on. Uh, and also find us on our social media channels. Cause you know, we're very active. We do enjoy. Yeah, we do, and, and we love and... we love hearing from you guys. You know, and, and the the compliments. I mean, obviously, you know, we're not asking for them, but the fact that we do get them is massive. And and like Sam, you know, made a very good compliment about our topic last week, which meant a lot to me because it was just like a kind of off the cuff. I asked the four a.m. Yeah, yeah, me four a.m. <laughs> epiphany, and so it went nice to hear because it was it was I was passionate about it, and we agreed to do it. Um, but to hear yeah. such nice comments off, off listeners uh, for something like that is incredible. And, and Sam's obviously, he, he's put some good ideas forward as well, hasn't he, for a topic he wouldn't mind. And yeah, things like that, which we are squeezing um, before the Christmas break. Uh, and like we said, we've got the Game Awards coming up. We've got the end of the year wrap-up. So it's exciting times, and we absolutely love doing it, don't we? We love doing this. Um, oh, it's, it's, and we just yeah, hope that I comes mean, across, that we do. Yeah, you know... It's, again, it, we, we're going back to Sam, but he, he's made a comment about the fact that, you know, it it sounds like we're a lot more sort of just comfortable with it now. And it is. It's, it's just this is our thing now, isn't it? You know, we, yeah. whether we record one a week or two a week or, you know, over the next couple of weeks, there's a good chance you might get three, yeah. one, of the two, one or two of the weeks because we do have a number of different topics and ideas in the plans for the next couple of weeks for podcast episodes. So, yeah, if, you know, get involved. Be sure to follow along. If you've got any comments, if you've got any ideas for topics, anything like that, let us know because we're always looking for, you know, different things to discuss, different things to get involved with. And like we say, we, we, we really enjoy doing this now. So, yeah, and a yeah huge thank you thank all. Thank you all, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So and we'll see you on note, episode 35. You will. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening.